Hello there, Internet, and welcome back to the Do Go On podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hines, and with me is the world's best Minecraft villager and my co-host, Guy Wakem. It's me. I'm so good at Minecraft. Oh, boy. You should have just gone. I'm definitely not the best at Minecraft for the record. <laughs> you're all right. You're not, you're not bad. Yeah, I don't know. What does it take to be like that skilled at Minecraft? I guess like the building aspect, which you're definitely way better at me than. I think, my, well, I'm, I'm not, to be fair, for play with my niece, she tells me what to do. Yeah, and then you tell me what to do. So that that's a chain of order right there. Yeah, it drops down. drops down through the, the list of, of people. Yeah. And then we've got farm manager Kevin that just <laughs> does all the farm stuff. Yeah. Anywho, um, I think this episode we are going to talk about the the state of play. It's a bit delayed now because what it was on last week, February twenty fifth. Yeah, so it's been a been a week or so. Um, I mean, I think there's ten ten games to talk about. So uh, I think if we just get straight into it, and we'll um, we'll see where we go on it. Yeah, because there's a there's technically more to cover here, but I think we just have less to say about each like individual thing than before. Well, I feel some of it is just kind of the first trailer for things, uh, so I'm not really sure what you can we can really say about it so much. Um, so we kind of knew Diamond and Pearl before Diamond and Pearl came out because we've played them before. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes anyway. Mm-hmm. So the, I'll, I'll get the first thing out of the way because I, n- I really don't think we're going to be talking about this one too much, and that's what Crash Four is going on to the PS5. That was the first thing that they um, they showed us. Yeah, is there any actual new content that they're putting on, or is it just I, a straight up like I don't think so. I've, I've written down kind of the things that they were telling us, and it is what it's 4K. It's going to be 60 frames per second. So I guess the is. I don't know. Is it on PS4? Is it 60 frames per second? Just not a high resolution, or I don't know. I don't even like own the game, so I can't really uh, say anything oh. on that front. Oh well, all I know is it's 4K, 60 frames per second. Apparently, it's going to have faster loading times. But let's face it: any game that's being ported to the PS5 at the moment will have faster loading times. It's just the nature of the console, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think they've got they're doing something with adaptive triggers. So if you're ziplining or you've got like one of the cats has a grapple shot, so when you grapple you feel it or something. I don't really know. I, I don't really know how the adaptive triggers work if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm just kind of surprised that they're not doing any like extra levels or anything. Like I guess they didn't have that planned. Yeah, no. The only good thing I will say is uh you can transfer your save from your PS4 over. Um, and is a free upgrade to a PS5 if you're in the PS4, which, again, a lot of PS4 games are doing at the minute. Yeah, I think that's a... Uh, I think PS3 did that a bit with PS4, didn't it? Oh. A couple of games did that. No idea, because I had an Xbox 360, so I couldn't really change much. <laughs> couldn't really transfer much over. I think there was a couple that did that, but I actually quite like them uh, them doing that, especially with something like Crash 4 and like another game that we'll talk about later is doing it too. Because they came out so kind of late in the uh, PS4's lifespan that you might as well get the free transfer onto uh, onto PS5, which is nice. Yeah, I just feel though I'm I'm not entirely sure how much. Um, if you played it on the PS4, I'm not really sure how much you're 
you would play it on the PS5, though. Me, I, I mean, me personally, I've got it on the PS4, and I, I have more complaints with it than I have what I enjoy about it, which is a real shame because I, I love Crash Bandicoot. I think a lot of people who like really played it a lot on PS4 are probably kind of like a bit tired of it by now just because there is so much like content and so much hard stuff. So they might not rush out to get it on uh, PS5. I might be completely wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I don't own it, so I can't really say too much on that front. Yeah, I, I just find it's needlessly difficult. Like I understand obviously making it uh, challenging, but then it, it's to the point where like my sister who who loves Crash Bandicoot as well and, and didn't actually have too much trouble um, playing the original Crash games, because I played them with her quite a lot, actually ends up taking like a hundred plus lives just to get past at like one point of a level. And I think if someone who's played Crash a lot is struggling that much to play it, it, it just, I'd, who is who is this game aimed at? Is it aimed at hardcore like video game players or, or fans of Crash? Because I feel like the fans of Crash who are casual are going to really struggle and not complete it. It's a weird, like, they've tried to pull at your, uh, the nostalgia strings attached to, like, Crash Bandicoot. But the problem is that I think a lot of people who have that kind of nostalgia for Crash might not have, like, you know, progressed or kept gaming throughout the years. So trying to jump back now into Crash is uh, going to be difficult for them, like you said. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I used to love playing Crash and, like, getting everything. But on this one, I... It just seems like needless. Like you've you've got what the there's all the levels. There's like forty eight levels or thirty eight levels. Then there's the inverted side of them, which I don't mind. Um, but then there's like get all the gems, and to get some of the gems, you have to do it without dying. Or um, it it just seems like they've gone over the top on on the difficulty things. I'm I'm fine with them packing con- content in there, but needlessly throwing in extra things that will make you have to retry levels over and over again i just i just feel like it's a bit much and it kind of takes the enjoy enjoyment out of completing crash to the point where it just becomes frustrating i'm sure if they were going to put new content in for the ps5 version they would have made that like even more difficult oh they definitely would and uh, if i'm honest i don't think i'm even going to complete this the get everything in it because i it's more of a chore now there's those I I like getting trophies. That's that's my thing. I like getting platinum trophies. But I I am at a point where if I f- know that a trophy is going to be too too hard or it's just going to be a chore to get, I, I I give up getting it. And I feel that's what's happened with Crash Four. I'd I'd love to get the platinum in it, but it's it's just a chore at this stage. You just got to kind of beat your head against the wall until you get it right. It's just it's just frustrating. Yeah, well, there's new, there's no new content for it, so who fucking cares? Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely joking. No, no, that's fair enough. Why it came out? What came out? I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure people will care. Yeah, but I, I don't like. I said I don't know who would be. I suppose it's convenient if you've got a PS5 and you fancy playing it. You don't have to pull out your PS4, do you? You can just play it on the PS5 again. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that yeah. that was kind of. I actually think that's the only game on here that they spoke about that is not new um actually looking at the list of um, things no no that's not true oh no well yeah, obviously there's final fantasy but 
Um, that's not solely um, uh, the old one, is it? Um, but anyway, we'll get onto that towards the end. Um, I think the the next game that they uh, showed was a game called Returnal, which, if I say, is a fucking that's what it's called. Name. I kept trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I couldn't think of what it was called. Well, it's got one of those like names that like pretentious films or like video games just seem to do in a game, like Returnal. It just sounds like a really stupid name. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those words that I think has been clearly made up just for the context of a game, like uh, Revengeance. Yeah, definitely. It's hard. <laughs> it, it, at least it hasn't got a stupid like tag on the end of it although um it does have a tagline that's very reminiscent of dark souls actually um i think does that it? i think the whole tagline is death is only the beginning which of course is you you could be like well that just sounds like some dark souls yeah i mean looking at yeah but that doesn't necessarily like that doesn't necessarily like um that's not exactly saying anything about the difficulty of a game. It could just be like the context of like what happens in the story or whatever. Although looking at the trailer, it looks like a very high octane, dodgy Dark Souls anyway looking at sort of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it looks like they've definitely gone for like sci fi Dark Souls. Or actually saying that, that's probably not fair. Maybe more of a Dark Souls, maybe more of a Bloodborne, sci fi Bloodborne esque game because there's a lot of dodging in it and. Um, well, there's guns, which isn't really really saying anything. Yeah, but like, what kind of makes me interested in it, as opposed to any other like shooting game, is that it's not just like plodding around shooting stuff. It's like really fast, like dodging and movement, and like you know keeping you on your toes, which seems a lot more interesting to me personally. I also, I, I don't know whether I've made this up, but it's in my notes, so I'm assuming it, they did say it. It's also going to have rogue-like elements. Is that? Did I hear? I was that literally, right? I, I was literally going to bring that up, and I don't know if they did say anything, but like I've heard that somewhere. Maybe they did. They must have said yeah, something. I swear they may have said something that it is when you die, kind of something. Oh yeah, when you try, when you do it again, it, the map changes, and so do the enemy placement and stuff every time you die. Yeah, that's what I've got next yeah. to it. So I want to just preface this by saying I wrote my notes a week ago, um, so <laughs> I'm going to be reading it and be like, well, does this make sense? <laughs> well, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't have any notes. Oh, good. Well, I've got three pages, so I've got some notes and stuff. So again, um, the pecking order stands. <laughs> it's just organization, isn't it? That half the time I can't read my writing anyway, so it's good. You know what? This that. game does make me think of a lot of actually. What is it? it? Makes me think a little bit of Metroid, like the Metroid Prime games. I'm never really played the Metroid Prime games, so I'm not. I didn't either. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like this game that I've never played. All right then. Well, yeah, I. Yeah, I couldn't say. <laughs> I did notice, though, that there's a point where you go into a house. It's kind of like her memories. And that shifts completely into first person and kind of gives it like a the classic or current for, like horror genre's way of putting playing video games now. I'm actually kind of worried about those segments, though. Did you see the awful overlay? She has like a well, weird we mask on. It looks awful. Well, we were talking about this the other day when we were talking a little bit about like Last of Us and stuff, just us two on our own. Um, I I really don't like it when a game has to slow down. You have to do walkie-talkie segments, like a cutscene. 
Um, yeah. And I think in a game like this, where the action is so like fast paced, that could kind of like just break the whole pacing of the game. Then having to do a section like that. Although, I don't know if this if that, what that section is going to be like, but if it is, then that kind of sucks. But at the same time, if the the whole game is as full on as that trailer looked like, and it did look uh, brutal and really really quick, like the gunplay and stuff seems like really really fast and you've got to dodge constantly and you're constantly getting attacked and stuff maybe you'll be happy to have like a quick two minute kind of calm down just to get a little bit of story in um i have a feeling they're going to be put in there because the game's such it's so much like a roguelike if that's what they're doing when you die everything changes that those little points are going to be fixed so they can tell the story sort of thing which yeah, i'm okay on that's if, true um the rest of the game is is so like jam packed like that is just to have a little bit of maybe a calm down five minutes to be like right gonna have a little bit of story we'll find out what's happening because i've always hated that in roguelikes yeah. where the story is told to you on like bits of paper that you have to hope the like that room is in on the map that that one time yeah um but oh it looks kind of interesting yeah well, I'd, I'd want to see more on it before i make my judgment whether i'd get it or not but I believe that is only PS5 from what I can gather. I've written down what console they're going to be on. Oh, I have a feeling I've written just PS5 it. next to that one. So I'm assuming potentially it's only coming out for that console. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I think. Eternal. God, well, it is a it's weird a name though, name. Eternal. It's like one of those AAA. It's, it's basically like a boardroom of people that don't play video games. have been like, what should we name this game? you're eternal yeah. and you do stuff over and over again and you return yeah i literally just made that connection actually <laughs> by the way <laughs> it's i was gonna like say something but then i was like mm, actually i'll bite my tongue because it might make me sound yeah, like an idiot that's so stupid it, I, i'd like to see more um and have a look on that but the next the next yeah. game they announced i it's not a game personally I think I will pick up, or it's my kind of game. It's called Knockout City. Oh, yeah. It's like a cartoon yeah. multiplayer dodgeball game, for want of a better mm-hmm. word. I mean, for the, for an, I'm sure mm-hmm. it will find an audience. Um, I mean, it looked, I say it looked fun. It looked um, interesting enough that I think it it will find a market, but it's also, then again, it's got kind of that competitive 1v1 um matches or you can do play with friends or yeah i I don't know it's a multiplayer game that's competitive i I honestly don't see myself playing it personally i can't help but think it's the sort of game that is trying to sell itself on like the premise alone which is kind of interesting but like then when you're just uh when you're just competitive online game like this that kind of concept alone, I don't think is enough to carry something it, like this. It also worries me as well that it's because it's so heavily on the multiplayer um, and they've got wacky looking characters that it's going to be very heavily monetized. Yeah, I could see that. Like get this new skin, but pay me four quid for it. Um, yeah. Not for me. I don't think I'm going to talk too much about it. I mean, it's got, it reminds me of Fortnite mixed with, dodgeball if i'm completely honest it's not my kind of thing um i get a bit of like splatoon vibes from it as well and yeah i'm not too big on splatoon personally so 
Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I would not say too if, not too bothered about that. I would say we're probably not going to talk too much more about that one. So if you want to check it out, it's called Knockout City, and I actually believe it's only PS4. Oh, really? That's what I've got written down here. PS4. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a feeling that one is just PS4. I imagine there'll be a PS5 port on its way afterwards, but it looks like an indie title, so it looks like they've probably been working on it for a while on PS4. Well, well you say it's only PS4, but there's a cross-play oh, base. maybe it's PS5 then. Maybe I got that wrong. There must be. Like Unless it's cross-play with know. Xbox the xbox and the pc because don't forget um they're not gonna sony aren't gonna say it's on xbox are they on their own uh, <laughs> on their show yeah um, i just haven't heard anything else about it so i, so I, I heard know, it i really heard about it a much. while ago but it's it's yeah it's just not i must have heard it in passing being like oh knockout maybe on instagram or something they've they've pushed it but no i'm not a not a huge fan of it so yeah. Anywho, there's another one uh, afterwards, which there's not a lot about it, because I believe this is the first trailer, or it's at least the first trailer I've seen. It's called Shifu. And yeah. this is a PS5 and PS4 game. I've written that down. Um, but it looks mm-hmm. like a martial arts style brawler. Maybe? Well, did they actually show off gameplay? I believe they did. I believe the fight scene in the hallway was actual gameplay is game but again it kind of looks like it wasn't much of it so i I can't really say how much um i can't really say much more i mean it's got an interesting kind of um not cartoony art style what would you say the art style is it's not i don't know it's kind of cell shaded sort of but not really yeah but again i'd have to see more on that i think before i make my judgments but um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be my kind of game, but um, anything that's kind of different. It seems like the sort. Of, well, it seems like it's going to be the sort of game that has like pretty tight and interesting controls, but it might be really short, and there might not be a lot. To Reminds it. me of so people would be like that Sifu game that was like you know had some kind of interesting ideas. Only they kind of expanded that into like an actual bigger game. Reminds me potentially of Absolver. I mean, I never actually played Absolver, but the concept of that is you just kind of, it's like a bit like Journey um, in terms of like the the story and stuff where you're just going to a place. But then they've got this interesting like combat kind of thrown in that I feel if properly fleshed out and like in a longer game may may have done something um this is what i kind of feel like they're going to do it's maybe kind of seems like a game that's just going to kind of show off what the ps5 can do potentially um probably going to have something to do with adaptive triggers and that kind of stuff i don't mind like all of these indie developers getting like a bit of a spotlight way um it's just that i find it's a bit of a shame sometimes that with a game like this like i said it can have a really interesting like control setup or like a really in a really in-depth control setup um but they just don't get to kind of like expand on it and because like it will be like an indie game and maybe not a lot to it unfortunately it might just kind of like slip under the radar yeah and i feel like sony is pushing it but are they pushing it at the moment because there's not masses of big stuff on the console yet i feel like maybe if something more um something bigger comes around that that's probably going to be pushed to the wayside potentially um, yeah. and we'll just do one of those things where it'll be released and people be like, oh, oh yeah, that, that released. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's coming up on PS4, PS5. They didn't give us a, t- a date on it. So um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll talk about more of it if we see a different trailer and it, it shows something more interesting, but um, probably not yes. as, as it stands. Um, I think next they had Solar Ash. Do you want to start with that one? Um, yeah, this... Uh... <laughs> Was this done by the same people as Gravity Rush? Because it really uh, no, looks done like... by the people that did Hyperlight Drifter. Are they the people that did Gravity uh, Rush? I, don't I mean, know. I never played either <laughs> of those games, so I have no idea. We do our we do our research here. We do. Tell. I know it's coming out on PS5 and PS4. Yeah. Again, um, that's happening a lot though with with games. They're kind of at that situation. So also, I feel like the graphics aren't going to be super amazing for some of these games because. Obviously, they're, fancy, they're on though. both. I mean, it does look fancy, but um, I very believe stylized. Hyperlight Drifter had the same kind of stylistic sort of art style as this one does. Yeah, and Gravity Rush did too, which is what made me um, what made me think of it. Yeah, it's so. This looks like the kind of game where control-wise, I kind of have issues with like. I have issues with this kind of control setup where your characters are moving like super fast and you build loads of momentum in a 3D space because I think it's the same sort of problems that like some of our 3D Sonic games have. Okay. Um, you have like you have like a platforming section where you need to like kind of precariously do some jumps, but because your character need and like gain so much momentum, you can kind of get to a stage where you can just like avoid half of that shit. Which means you end up with levels that like have stuff you can do, but you don't need to do it. Yeah, but I feel like looking at the the concept that they've done so far, I feel like that's not going to be the case with this because as much as it looks like an open world, at the same time, I feel like it's got the elements. Like, I believe there's grappling and there's like kind of like the skating about, isn't it? That's your movement. You kind of you can skate about um, on the clouds and stuff, and you can use a grapple. I I, I imagine it's gonna they've the way these developers kind of work. And I know from like Hyperlight Drifter was considered a, a really good game that I feel like they would have built the game around that. Whereas I feel like. Yeah, time, it does look like Sonic it. Sonic games aren't built. Their levels aren't hugely built. Um, comp- not competently, but you know what I mean? There's always areas where you have to go slow and you have to like cl- platform up yeah. stuff. Whereas I feel like this game's kind of will be, the level will kind of be built around it, or that's what I've seen in the the trailer anyway. It's, I don't know, it's another one of those games that's like, it's kind of interesting, but it doesn't really ring any bells for me or like, you know, give me any sort of, uh, I don't know, I I feel bad saying that I'm not interested because it does look kind of cool, but I just, I, I don't know, there's just nothing that really, screams to me that like oh man i've just got to i've just got to play this well the sort of end of it gave me shadow of the colossus vibes kind of like the music mixed with the the character like climbing up um the monster at the end breaking the weird little blue like shards on it really gave me the 13th shadow of the colossus vibe where you're running along it Mm -hmm. trying to stab it um i don't know i i want to see more about it i'm interested the trailer kind of interested me enough that i, I want to have a look but not enough that i'm going to be i must get it the day it comes out sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah um the next one actually again 
I feel like, before I say what the game is, I feel like this developer has enough money um, that they can make the games look better than this one looks like. Well, graphically. Um, yeah, this one's uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. And again, it's coming out on PS5 and PS4. Um, but it looks like an adventure game mixed with kind of Resident Evil 7 slash Outlast kind of gameplay, sort of mm-hmm. where you're walking around. Um, but for me, I just... like I know he's an indie developer and everything, but like I said, he's made enough money now that he could make the games look... A little bit better. There's something about it. It just seems really rough around the edges for me. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think the big problem is that Five Nights at Freddy's, which is what this game is basically, um, it kind of had its shot. It 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 had its big spotlight. Everyone was talking about it for ages, and then it's. I don't know. I feel as though it's kind of like just dropped off the radar a bit. Yeah, and then I like that he's not just shoveling out another. Five Nights at Freddy's with the same gameplay because it has elements of the same gameplay, but at the same time, mm-hmm. this one looks like you can move around. It kind of looks like, like I said, like an outlasty kind of thing where you're not going to be able to fight back. You've just got to kind of run. Um, mm-hmm. But it does have, I liked the the co- incorporation of, you can still look at the cameras because I believe there's a bit where the lady or the character pulls up her wrist and the cameras are on like a, a, a wristwatch <laughs> a little wrist screen um i think it seems interesting and i really like the music on on this one there was something about the music that was a little bit unnerving um but still kind of like do you know what this game screams what? this game screams to me that it's a uh, a youtuber game yeah oh, definitely and that's kind of hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what that is because almost any big release at this point is a game for like youtubers but because five night at freddy's had such a huge impact on like youtube and a lot of like gaming community of youtube this feels like a huge game that a lot of like youtubers who maybe like got big from making five night at freddy videos are going to like cling to they're, they're gonna grab this and like you know um use it for all it's worth <laughs> yeah yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, I'm. There's nothing. Wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just, just you know, clarify. I feel on this one, I'm actually. It's one of the ones I'm more interested in, and it's only because recently I've really liked um, the horror games that have the first person kind of aesthetic. I mean, I, I played Outlast to death and or started speedrunning it at one point because um, I enjoyed it that much. And Resident Evil Seven is probably one of my favourite horror games at the minute. It's so good. See, I'm not a fan of Outlast, and I wouldn't put Resident Evil 7 in the same category as you. Oh, it, it definitely is. Just you can defend yourself in Final Fantasy. And, well, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think that's a huge factor to divide the two, personally. I wouldn't put them in the same. They, they definitely... Well, I personally, they definitely... It's what I, do, it's what I don't like. It's what I don't like about Outlast, the fact that you have to just like hide and it's so much like tension but, because of that. But in Resident Evil 7, the majority, when you're playing on the harder difficulties um, uh, for Resident Evil, it's easier to run and hide on Resident Evil 7 than it is to use your ammo because you only get such a small amount of ammo on the harder difficulties um, that it then becomes, well, I'm going to be fighting bosses at one point, so I want to conserve 
my ammo. I want to conserve it. And there's characters, uh, there's a lot of areas in Resident Evil 7. Yeah, they have the little mold monsters that come out that you can kill. But like some of the big guys, they are, you just do damage to them to slow them down. Um, but they, that doesn't kill them. They'll, they'll come back eventually. So you can shoot them to slow them down, which gives you time to explore. But they're still going to come back and get you. It's kind of... It, it they are in they are different in their own respects but at the same time they still follow the same sort of but, horror concepts as as each other well i could i could talk more about it i guess but like i don't want to like divert into uh into that for too long i guess now maybe we can talk about it on another episode um, but yeah definitely th- this this game seems a lot more like out outlast based than the present evil like there doesn't seem to be any sort of like way to really like defend yourself it's, it's kind of looks to be a lot of like running and kind of hiding and no no yeah in in that sort of thing but horror horror games at the moment are sort of in that kind of first person um sort of sort of category where that you're now whereas horror games before used to be sort of fixed camera angles tank controls you know but they've now kind of shifted sort of more generically now into first person sort of sort of horror games now yeah, yeah. Well, even like the original Five Nights at Freddy's, like focused a lot on like the whole first person view. That was where like a lot of the gameplay and a lot of like the thrill of the game came from because you weren't first person. So it kind of seems to make a lot of like logical sense to for their next step to be, oh, let's move the character around and you know have you explore these areas rather than just sit and look at different. Yeah, characters. exactly. So it seems like a good natural progression of what the game of the game series. Yeah, and no, I like that. I'm I'm interested to see um, see what they do with it. Um, potentially, it's something I may pick up because, like I said, I do like um, like horror games. So it, it's certainly on my radar. Um, uh, another it. thing I am very excited about, and I didn't realize it was coming out so soon, is the new Oddworld game, Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, that was next. That's what's step. next year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah PS5, PS4, and it's coming out April sixth. So um, this I'm this looks like one it. of those games. It looks great. It does look really good. I will probably not play this though. <laughs> oh, I definitely. And I can't because really I sunk. Why? I sunk so many hours into the remake of Abe's Odyssey, um, and it just looks like Abe's Odyssey. Two, which is what is a sequel basically it just looks like more abe's odyssey but they've gone bigger um what there's now like a thousand maducans to save um they can now help you solve puzzles and help you fight whereas before they would you just kind of hid them till you could get them out um it just like we were saying with five lights of freddy it feels like the next um the, the next step that it would have taken um and they've just kind of gone with it <laughs> <laughs> this is a new game right it's not like the next uh, no it's definitely a new it's one. not the sequel to no it's not the Apes sequel Odyssey. this one is it's its own thing but I feel like they've retconned the other two out and this one is meant to follow on from the um, the one before from Abe's Odyssey yeah. but also um, yeah. one thing I wasn't super excited about is they've kind of, it looks like they've kind of thrown in looting and a crafting mechanic just because that was popular when this was being made because there's also a looting uh, and crafting system in it and i don't see why 
that's necessarily needed in an, an odd world game. I think the problem with like Odd World and Abe's Odyssey is that it's a very simple like game to play. Like it's fucking balls to balls hard, don't get me wrong. But in terms of like what you can do and what you are trying to do, it's quite simple. Um so they clearly don't want to like completely change up how you play the game, but they obviously want to add in new different mechanics. So maybe that was just like the easiest way to to get around that. Yeah, but I feel as though the sequels, the original sequels to the game, um, did that enough without needing to throw in like systems that in a platformer, I don't necessarily see the need of. Like I don't, I, I personally in a side scrolling like platformer game, I don't know why it would need looting and crafting. And the way the whole game plays, it looks like it's going to be, it's going to play more or less like Abe's Odyssey and that definitely wouldn't, I wouldn't say needed or would have been made any better with the need for looting and crafting in it. No, but like the original game did have an element of like being able to pick up little items and sort of carrying them with, with you to be able to solve certain puzzles and whatnot. So maybe that's just like a bit more of a uh, continuation from that, you know? Yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, I'm probably going to pick it up. Um, maybe not when it first comes out, but definitely when I get a, a PS5, it's something that I probably one of the first things I'll pick up. I also know, I think, PS Plus players, if you've got a PS5 in April, are getting this game for free, like on, on release. Yeah. So, um, wow. Uh, it seems interesting. I think they did that with Abe's Odyssey as well, if I remember correctly. Um, the remake. Yeah, because I got the remake uh, for free when I first got my ex- uh, my playstation so um i don't know like i played the original game on ps1 but i just haven't really like felt much of a need or want to to stick with the series that's fair enough i mean i um i don't think i played apes odyssey as much on the ps1 but going back to it i I thoroughly enjoyed it i mean i went for the the platinum i think it was my first platinum i ever got on ps4 um and i must have played through it really I do like all the really terrifying, like realistic looking, like just enemies and character designs. Yeah, the only thing I would I would say maybe I'm a bit worried about is um from what they've shown, it looks kind of like the environments are gonna be not environments, but maybe what you do is similar. Obviously, I know uh, it's a sequel, but it seems like in the first game you went to this um planet where you had to run you went to this like temple where you had to run away from indigenous creatures um yeah and it seems like they've got that in again there's elements where you've got to run away from indigenous creatures on a on a planet and obviously you're going through a factory to save uh the maducans it seems um obviously i have to play it to find out but it seems like that they've played it very safe i would say in sort of what you do in the game um yeah it's just saving more maducans yeah, and trying hell to of a lot more <laughs> Um, but like i don't know would people be asking for more like i feel like most like oddworld fans would be pretty happy with that no yeah i'm i'm, I'm sure they would be but um oh, we'll have to see when it comes out to, to see if it's uh it's also been quite a while so maybe they people will have forgotten what they did in the original one and be like oh yeah this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe uh the next one is coming next game's coming out very soon as well i say very soon. it's coming out this year august 24th but i don't really know hardly anything about it it's kina the bridge of spirits or something something like that 
Yeah. This makes me think of like, it's almost kind of Pixar movie quality. But do you know what else it kind of makes me think of? Are you it think makes Jack me think one? of like, well, Jack One is a good example of it, but it makes me think of like those older games that were like trying out different platforming mechanics and built their own world and story and everything um, that were kind of like cartoony, but not super cartoony. It seems like a kid's platformer, if I'm honest. It seems like they're obviously with their Pixar art style and stuff and, and reminiscent of Jack One. But- yeah, but just like the Jack and Daxter games, it's taking itself seriously, though. It's yeah. not like local pop culture references or jokes or whatnot. It's like it's an actual serious story and world that they've created. And I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. But th- then this one, they didn't really show a whole lot. There was like a a short little trailer on it, um, showed you a little bit of the, the combat, which seemed quite simple. Um, it, it just seems like a, an old an old school platformer, I would say that's kind of for new gen, um, which I'm okay with. Cause I used to love the old platformers. Um, I honestly thought that when this game was first announced, it was going to come out alongside the PS five, like as a launch title. Cause it kind of seemed like a good game to show off what the PS five could do. I'm surprised it didn't. Unless it was meant to maybe. Um, and it's been delayed. They had to push it back. But because there's maybe. not been much, of it in the news they probably didn't even need to be like oh we're delaying this um because there's not like there's not very been much about this in been shown so it's interesting be interesting to see what else if they do show anything more before it comes out because very soon it looks like it's got some cool like mechanics and exploration but i hope that it's just not like really surface level i hope there's more in depth to it and it's like you know makes it a really interesting and fun game to play yeah i think maybe i'll keep this on my radar just to see if there's anything else comes out of it before um before it comes yeah. out and then like stoked for it but i'm just interested to see more i guess i also believe this was a ps5 exclusive not an exclusive but i mean in terms of which current gen i, I believe it's only ps5 this one was yeah it seems like it would be yeah, so i'll be interested to see it um Maybe um, maybe if there's anything else comes out, we can touch on it in, in the future. Yes, yeah, seems all right. Uh, right, so on the penultimate game now, before the one I know you're really excited to talk about. Um, but I actually really like the look of this next one. Uh, it's called Deathloop, and it's coming out on PS5 and PS4. Apparently this was announced like quite a while ago. We're still now getting like into oh. it. Yeah, I've never heard of it. So unless I came out and I just neither neither have I neither have I, but apparently it was like revealed at some point. Oh uh, I find these are I'll, I'll read what my notes say because I think towards the end of this I was just writing like this is how I feel. Um <laughs> and it looks like I've put it's a first-person shooter, which, good job me, that's definitely what it looks like. It's got a cool retro vibe, which, I mean, the art style and, and stuff seems really... Um, but not retro as in retro games. I mean, retro as in, like, the 70s kind of 80s kind of, like, style. Yeah. Um, and I, that's really interesting. It kind of mixes, I feel, sci-fi with kind of a Bioshocky feel. That's what I've got in terms of the gunplay and that you were shooting out element, you're doing elemental damage as well. It just kind of reminded me of, of Bioshock sort of kind of mixed with dishonored in, in a way. 
Yeah, maybe that's why I'm not that interested in it, personally. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not a huge online shooter person, but I love um, like Bioshock. And I would say I'd love Dishonored, but I stopped playing it because I got really ill when I played it once and it put me off playing it. So I don't know what I'd done. Maybe I had motion sickness from it because it's a very that you move an awful lot on it and i think it really gave me horrible headaches and made me sick for, for ages after i mm. played it um but it's definitely on my radar because if anything is like bioshock i am in and um it did look it did look bioshock-esque if you ask me in terms of gunplay and the elemental damage and stuff you can do it very much looked like it's done by the same like developer all of like dishonored as well yeah, I, that's what I felt. I felt like it was Dishonored. It, it leans heavily on Dishonored. So whether or not it is. But then I think if it was Dishonored, it would have been published by Bethesda, and I don't think it was, because I believe the people that make Dishonored uh, just make games for Bethesda. Yeah, I don't think this is Bethesda, but I might be wrong. Yeah, but anyway, look, I didn't. The, the trailer showed quite a lot, but at the same time, um, I feel like I'd need to see a bit more to make my judgment. Um, yeah. But it, 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 for me, it just looks, the the fact that it looks kind of like a sci-fi Bioshock, although Bioshock is kind of almost retro sci-fi anyway. Um, I feel like I'm quite excited to see what this game um, does in the future. Um, and actually, I put PS5. Oh, it is Bethesda. PS- oh, it is Bethesda. Is Bethesda, yeah. Oh, so maybe it is the developers of Dishonored. Um, that could be why it looks so similar to that. Yeah. Um, why I'm not bothered by it. <laughs> yeah, there's not a huge amount of Bethesda games I'm bothered about. Not not the big ones anyway. I've never really been a Fallout or a Skyrim fan. I mean, I loved Wolfenstein, um, but I've not been huge on. Um, doom or anything like that so usually i'm not bothered about bethesda games but i, I don't know there's something about this one that i just I think all the combat and the art style kind of for me or not art style but the the tone of when it was set i think seems like it's yeah. up my street see for me a shooting game needs to have some sort of really big and interesting like thing to it to, to kind of hook me and like to be honest i don't think this one really has that I'm afraid to say. I, I feel like that with shooters, though, you've never been a huge first-person shooter fan. So if it's, a, if it's not if it's a generic one, but if it's not, like you said, if it's not got anything really interesting or unique about it, you're kind of immediately like, it's just a shooter. I don't know. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of see the first-person view holding a gun, and I'm kind of immediately switching off a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to keep an eye on this. So if anything else comes out about it, I'm sure I'm going to talk about it again, I imagine. Nah. <laughs> well, I'm getting heavy you like it or not. <laughs> I'll just do it alone. <laughs> it's, your, it's your show, so... Well, it's our show, but you're well, the one. our show. <laughs> so um, I'll just mute you and I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dump me in. <laughs> My name's Guy. I think it's great. <laughs> the best Minecraft player in the world. All right, Minecraft villager. Yeah. Well, let's not get and play a villager. You're okay. <laughs> um, right. Let's just get on to the the final game. I know you've been excited about. Um, I'll leave you talk about this one to begin here's, with. And I'll just... here's, a, 
Yeah, but here's a fucking problem, right? So the next game they showed off was Final Fantasy Remake. And someone hasn't completed for Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Who's that? Have you not completed it? I've com- I completed it when it came out. And I had a really long discussion with one of my friends about it, actually, to get all of my thoughts out because I couldn't talk to you about it. Yeah, no, I've only got halfway through it. Um, actually, they didn't announce the seven, the first part of the seven remake. They they did announce uh, Intergrade, Final Fantasy Intergrade first, and then they went back to talk about the Final Fantasy seven remake. No, they didn't. I'm pretty sure they did. No, they did the remake first because they uh, oh. the new content for the for the remake, and then they talked about like Intergrade and all the other bits they're doing. Oh, well, see, I'll just say one thing that I'm pretty annoyed about. Um, and that is that they they touted on for ages that Final Fantasy VII was going to be an episodic game. Um, it took them so long to make it and bring it out on PS4 that yeah. I'm actually a little bit frustrated that the fact that it's an episodic thing and people who've played Final Fantasy VII know that Final Fantasy VII is not finished. The copy of the game you've got, like the remake one, is not the full game. Yeah. And what annoyed me is they're now only putting it out for PS5, this new one. Because if you can't afford a PS5, but you want to play more Final Fantasy VII, well, you're screwed because you can't finish it on the console that it originally came out on. And I think that's a really... I mean, I can understand why I, they do it because PS5 is out. I see what you're saying. I, I think that's a really like shitty thing to do for fans of Final Fantasy that have waited years we- to play it only to now they have to buy a new console if they want to continue playing the rest of it well to clarify though we don't have any news on further episodes so we don't know if that is how they are going to do it i they're definitely are if they're not bringing i'd I'd be surprised if they didn't do it that way but like you know Mm -hmm. there is the possibility that you know um the next part will be available on PS4 as well. No, no, definitely. Won't. If Integrate is, I feel Integrate is technically the next episode for it, and they're bringing out on what? solely PS5. That's not what Integrate is at all. Well, it kind of is. Well, it can't even be called a DLC because if it's a DLC, then that's even worse that they're bringing it out on PS5 and not for there's, the, the there's, console. There's two things that they're showing off. They showed off the, the PS5 version of, of the remake, the actual yeah. FF7 remake with the new content with Yuffie. And then they showed off the, uh, the Integrate thing, which is its own thing. It's nothing to do with like the remake. No, isn't Integrate is the bit with Yuffie. Oh. It, Unless it that's... Yeah, it definitely is. Final Fantasy VII Integrate is the episode with Yuffie and whoever that other person was. What's the other thing I'm thinking of then? Yeah, that's definitely... No, it's definitely Integrate is the the next episode that they're bringing Yuffie in. Because we actually, to put on a more positive note, because I feel like I've gone very hard in (laughs) that I'm not happy about it. Everyone knows now I'm not happy that it's not coming out on PS4. Um, But what I think is really interesting is we said, do you think they are going to put more story in for Yuffie and Vincent because effectively they were characters you could miss in the original one. Um, and well, there they are, aren't they, quite clearly with this new episode. Okay, so to clarify, just to kind of clear things up, what I was talking about isn't in the State of Play Direct or the State of Play video. Oh, it's its own, separate, okay. it's its own separate thing that they showed off, which like... Oh, okay. Maybe we won't talk about here because like there's a lot to talk about there. But like, yeah, there's more with Final Fantasy VII that they are doing. 
that they didn't show off here. Which is why I think I was saying they were integrated for stuff with Yuffie, yes. Yeah, and again, even and but that's worse if if that's not actually the next episode and it's just DLC. That's even worse that they're not letting the old console have the DLC. I mean, I guess. I just have a big bugbear about it because there's so many things that are coming out on PS4 and PS5 and they're brand new games that PlayStation, they could do it. I, I just, if we knew it was going to be episodic and I, I just feel that it's, it's just really shitty to have brought out the first part on a game and not, uh, on a console and not finish it. They are doing the same thing as Crash 4 though where you can freely transfer over FF7 Remake onto the PS5. Yeah, of course. That That's, uh, yeah, that... Um, that but to be fair that's expected on all com- all game pretty much all games minus a few i think are, are not doing that um obviously it's going to get to a point where ps5 are like or playstation you're gonna be like no we're this is just coming out on ps5 now so it's not gonna we're not gonna let you transfer over um and again i'd be fine like if it was final fantasy 16 um i'd be fine with it coming out just solely on ps5 because that's great it's its own thing but yeah that it i'm not gonna go over it again it's just yeah but anyway, the graphics upgrade, do you think it's a big difference between the two? I think, yeah, I think it does look better. Yeah, um, I, I I remember talking to you about finding some of the textures in the PS4 version and being like, what is that? But they are incre- yeah. sorting out the textures, aren't they, on the, the base game. So that should yeah. qualm any of those issues. Um, I think wh- some of the some of the main ones that they showed off were ones that a lot of people have complained about. So yeah. they made sure to kind of know those ones specifically. Yeah, of course. Um, and what do you think about the it being situated around Yuffie? Like I said, who is who was effectively in the original kind of a character you could miss. Okay, so hot take. I I've never found Yuffie that bad, that annoying. I know everyone says she's like one of the worst Final Fantasy Seven characters. Blah blah blah. She's so annoying. Oh, we hate Yuffie. I've never found her that bad. Um, she's not great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm probably like, one of those people that never pick her up and forget that she's a oh, thing. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, I can't say whether I think she's annoying or not because I don't think I've used her enough. I think that the FF7 remake did a really good job at translating a lot of characters over. Like, I never cared about Cloud. But oh, now yeah. I actually really like, but now I actually really like Cloud in the F seven remake. So oh, yeah, I imagine definitely. Yuffie will probably be the same. They'll they'll translate her over really well and she'll maybe become like a lot more likable. Oh definitely like this. Characters what Biggs Wedge and Jesse, they they didn't play ma- a massive part to Final Fantasy Seven at the beginning because they were kind of the first sort of few couple of hours of the game and then they were were gone. Um so to actually mm-hmm. see them as characters, I I love Wedge. He... Yeah, actually, I yeah. like all three of them. It's... If I'm honest, they're really funny and they really work well together. And I find Cloud kind of bounces well off them as well sometimes. So um... yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Yuffie seems to have like a new kind of like side character she's going around with, who yeah. I think will, um, I think will help highlight some of her like more positive traits, like make her seem more likable. Yeah, um... I am. I am interested in it, and I probably will get it when I get a PS5. I just need to finish the actual game <laughs> um i think the big thing from this new content though and it's potentially like it could go either way like it's in the middle of a seesaw at the moment i think it could either tip into like bad territory or good territory is we're getting more dodge of servant content 
Oh, is that who that guy was at the end so, of Grey Grey Hairs? That so from that. The sol- the soldiers run at Yuffie and the other guy, and they're dressed up in deep ground equipment. Who are the bad guys from Dirge of Cerberus? And uh, at the very okay. end, at the very end, you see Vice, who was the who was the sort of end boss of Dirge of Cerberus. Oh, everyone's going to get really grumpy, and they listen to uh, this because I had no idea who that guy was. No one's going to get grumpy because no one <laughs> likes him. <laughs> oh, okay. They'd be grumpy. If, like, who the hell is Sephiroth? Um, which is what I'm saying. Like, you know, he's he's typically not looked at very positively. Um, will this do him more justice? I don't know. It depends how much they want to kind of stick to Dirge of Cerberus's like storyline of deep ground and everything. It's it's early before like you know Dirge of Cerberus anyway, so it might be like quite different. Yeah. But... We always said that though, didn't we? When we were talking off the 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 podcast when like i was talking about farm fantasy 7 and where i'd got to we were always going to say because that stuff is out now like what crisis core dirge of cerberus and stuff like that yeah we were always going to say how much or do are they going to reference that or are they going to kind of push it under the carpet um, yeah well they had to i think they had to make vincent like an actual like main character you have to come across rather than a side yeah. character like the original there's so much to him now. And, and everyone know, loves but, him, don't they? He's like one of the yeah, biggest... He's pretty popular to just have as a side character. Yeah, I like that. I like that they've gone back through the story um, and done it. And like I said, I, from what I've played of Final Fantasy VII so far, I've, I have really enjoyed it. I've not played it and thought, oh my God, why have they just pushed all this content into this game and extended it needlessly? Because I don't think... I, I, I feel it's... it's it's interesting and it, it's hooked me enough and I've, I like the characters a hell of a lot more and characters I never even knew much about that um, you wouldn't necessarily in the first game would ignore. Like where I am at the moment for, for a concept um, is I'm just about to go and take to the second reactor where they go and attack the second reactor and that's like the halfway point of this game but that you do that in the first few hours of um, the original game but I don't feel like I've wasted all that time between them. There's been enough content in there that's interesting to um, to be like, oh, yeah, I'm only at this point. That's great. There's still so much more that I, I, I get to experience. I love the remake. I I wasn't too huge on the original seven personally, but like I, I love the remake. So honestly, more content I'm kind of down for. Um, they did such a good job with the first part of the remake that like any more sort of like stuff to it i i kind of have like full faith that they're gonna like do well with it yeah it is it has been very good i was a bit worried at first that like i said maybe it's gonna be um they're gonna have some pointless stuff in there but it's definitely been super enjoyable and i i actually think playing that through the whole game that i've played so far there's not been a single point where if i was to replay it i'd be like oh my god i've got to do this bit of the game again yeah. Do um, we have time to, to quickly talk about the other Final Fantasy VII thing that's coming out, or do you want to save that? Um, I mean, I haven't watched it, so I, I'm i not entirely sure. I mean, you can touch on it and just say what it is, and then maybe we can go into more the beginning of next episode. Well, maybe if I sort of, like, just quickly explain, like, a brief summary of what it is, it might pique your interest to, like, go and check out and research a bit more. Yeah, it's basically it. a, it's they're basically doing a, a whole compilation thing of the Final Fantasy VII, like, everything. 
in one game. Wait, what? So they're doing a smaller version of Final Fantasy VII, like like the original game, basically. Um, they're going to include that. It will include stuff from Crisis Core. It will include stuff from Advent Children. It will include stuff from um, Dirt of Cerberus. And it's okay. all going to be in like one little game. Okay, so this isn't going to be actual Final Fantasy VII. This isn't going to be the thing that's like following on from the story that we've got at the minute. It's just going to be sort no, of all of them combined. That's yeah, that's where I was getting confused earlier because I thought you were talking about that. Oh, um, yeah, no, no. Okay. But there's a lot to talk about on that front, I personally think. So. Okay, well, I'll we'll, watch uh, the... Um, yeah, I'll watch the, the whatever that is um, next week and then we can have a talk about it first thing. Um, in the next episode yeah okay cool so that that basically is the state of play there's a few things like i said there were a lot more games on there but a few of them there there's not a whole lot to that they've shown us that we can really go on um or that we're really interested on so yeah like i said it's nice for the indie developers to get this chance to like show off their stuff yeah of course yeah it's um, just not always stuff I'm that interested in. <laughs> no, that's sort of, and I also think until we ourselves own a PS5, um, we're not going to be on the lookout for brand new PS5 games, are we? Because you can't, we can't get them or play them <laughs> yet. So there's no point in being super yeah. hyped about something. Yeah, we don't even have PS5s yet, so <laughs> we can't even be like, oh, that PS5 game that looks so good. I'm so going to play that when it comes out because, well, I'm I'm not because I don't own a PS5 at the minute um yeah but yeah uh well anyway i hope you guys have enjoyed uh watching not watching this is not a, a watching thing please don't be staring at me in my bedroom um thank you for for listening to the podcast um and again there will be uh the next episode will be slightly different to these two because obviously we've based these on um two announcement kind of presentations that both nintendo um and sony have done don't expect there to be an xbox one because who gives a shit about xbox um no, I'm Next week we're doing it all in Dutch. <laughs> you might be. I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick to English. Give it a go. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll be back in the next episode. I suppose.